재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Before we jump into a little talk about health, just a small advisory for those of you that are on the road. Road conditions do look smooth for most parts of the city, but on the Kangbyon Bungno going to Guri, there is a bit of a fender bender accident blocking the third lane in the Songsu Yongdong bridge section. Another bumper accident is blocking the fourth lane in the Tongjak Pampo bridge section. So just be aware of those. And if you're going through those areas, please take care. Now, as mentioned, the doctor is in the house because it's Monday. We do Health Watch. And we try to spin common health tips and body management through the prism of about a thousand years of traditional Korean wisdom. The person that helps us do that is Korean medicine doctor Yesu Jennifer Lee. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Good morning. Nice to see you. Thank you. You know, when I heard that you wanted to talk about chicken pox today, mm-hmm. I had this massive flashback. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how old I was. Uh, okay. Maybe I was like seven. Okay. I had probably the worst case of chickenpox in the history of humankind. <laughs> There was uh, just not. I I I, I was more chickenpox than human. Okay. Um, About a hundred soasters. Oh my goodness! On your skin. Yeah. No. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. I I had one on my eyeball. Seriously. You know, seriously. They Whoa. were. I mean, we don't need to paint too much of a picture here, but um, I was one sick kid with the chicken box when I was about seven years old. Oh, I feel so sorry for do the seven-year-olds. Uh, actually, they do, yes, a little bit. Less. Mm-hmm. Less I don't know, because in my school, mm-hmm. everybody got it almost, it seemed. We really? all went through oh, this okay. wave of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I never hear or see you know, kids getting chicken pox so much today, mm. however many years later. Yeah, actually, it, it isn't really a serious health problem when it comes to the healthy children, but a child with chicken pox needs to stay at home from school because it's very contagious. Mm. And it can be very dangerous for uh, some populations such as uh, pregnant women, newborns, infants, and teens and adults who Let's have a just- weak immune system. Let's just quickly, before we get into the dangers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, let's review real quickly what chickenpox is. I, I, it was just an itchy rash as far as I right. was concerned. So it is a contagious illness that causes an itchy rash and red spots or blisters all over your body, including eyeballs if it, it, if it does happen. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my God, I, I feel so sorry. I had, I had one on my tongue too. Yeah, <laughs> okay. um, so it's basically like, Mm-hmm. Imagine being simultaneously bit by, you know, 500 mosquitoes. That's kind of yes. what it feels like. Did it hurt when you had this? Mm, it was itchy, that's all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you had chicken pox, you aren't really likely to get it again. So that's another relief. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a joy. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it, it can. You've still got the little, um, what is it, the virus or the remnants. Exactly, yes. And that can get serious. Mm-hmm. And we that's can talk about that in, point, in, yes. in just a bit. But you were, when I interrupted you just for a little definition, you were going into how it's especially serious for pregnant women. Mm-hmm. And for, I guess, vulnerable populations. Yes, for vulnerable populations, especially for pregnant women, because we don't really know um, what's going to happen to the fetus. And if it, if the person is vaccinated before getting pregnant, it's okay. But if it's during this pregnancy, we don't really know what's going to happen to the fetus as well when it comes to the vaccine. So for pregnant women, we have to be really, really careful. Mm. But since 2005, the vaccine has been available um, as a combination of these four contagious illnesses. So So it's basically a protection against a whole bunch of contagious diseases that people, especially children, are in danger of. 
Okay, so that explains why you don't see it so much mm-hmm. anymore. Yes. Yeah. It protects nearly everyone, anyone who receives a vaccine, and the protection rate is about 90 to 95%, so it's very, very secure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So kids, those isolated cases, uh, kids still get the chicken pox. Maybe they didn't get the vaccine or it's one of those rare cases where it didn't work. Exactly. But yes. it's not like when I was a kid when the entire class was doomed to get it at some point. Yes. Uh, most cases of, ch- of chicken pox are relatively mild to run their uh, course to five to 10 days, but it can be very serious in, in a small population of people. And it's basically who can develop serious complications or like the p- population that I just mentioned mm-hmm. before. But the thing is, you don't really know how to predict who will and who won't be having the serious symptoms. So that's one of the reasons why all the people have to be vaccinated when it comes to the chicken pox. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's not like you can live a certain lifestyle and that will steer you away from chicken pox. Nobody quite knows where chicken pox hangs out. Hmm. So it's, it's a virus that's basically everywhere. So you don't really know, like you just said. Okay. At, at the same time, it, hygiene is also very important. Naturally. Yes. But at the same time, you don't really know who's going to be suddenly having this very severe symptoms. Okay. So when do kids these days get vaccinated? So they have two doses. One will be between 12 to 18 months. And the second one will be four to, between four to six years old. So two doses. Okay. And adults, I, I presume if you have been in circumstances where you didn't have access to vaccines. Mm-hmm. At an older age, you can also get these vaccines. Of course, vaccines. yes. Okay, it's never too late. No. All right. So side effects of these vaccines are very rare. So I would suggest that people get vaccines early as possible if, the, if you didn't already have one. Um, and there are people who shouldn't really get a chicken box shot. One would be pregnant women, like I just mentioned, mm. and anyone with immune system disease or allergic reactions to certain substances of these vaccines. I guess that's true for vaccines across the board. Yes. Right? Because the whole idea of a vaccine is it gives you a teeny tiny bit of this, mm-hmm. the illness and then you develop the antibodies, right? Yes. So the virus is something that's been inactive, that's been made to be inactive okay. in the vaccine. Okay. One of the things you said to me earlier was that the good news is that I can't get chicken pox again. <laughs> um, no. But there's a, there's a, a caveat and a warning. Yes, there is a, a warning called shingles. It's another name is um, herpes zoster. Have okay. you ever heard of this? I haven't heard of the latter name. I've mm-hmm. heard of shingles. Okay. And I've even seen some public service announcements about shingles. Oh, uh, they did. Yeah. These days, um, I, I think it's probably some commercial. They're trying to sell some medicine. Mm-hmm. But it's been kind of buzzing on TV. It's real serious. It is, actually. Um, and it's going popular more and more even in Korea, uh, probably because st- people start to have a weaker immune system, especially around this time of the year. Um, chicken pox, both chicken pox and shingles is a little bit more popular around this time of the year than the other times of the year, year-round. Shingles, uh, the way I understand it, is like the much more ruthless Take no prisoners, grown up version <laughs> of chicken pox. Yes, it's a much more serious version. And w- w- whereas you just mentioned chicken pox symptoms as being itchy, shingles, this main symptom is pain. Ah. Real pain. Serious skin pain? Yes. Okay. Skin pain that basically radiates. So it's very, very serious. That sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. How does childhood chicken pox become grown-up shingles? Yes, so after you've had chicken pox, the virus basically lies inactive in nerve tissues of your body. And when you start to have this uh, weaker immune system for some parts of the, of your, the year, your uh, 
Well, basically, the virus starts to become active again near your spinal cord. So this specific nerve where this virus has been lying dormant starts to have these infections and start to have symptoms of pain because the nerve is getting sick. This is where one day nanomedicine is going to come in so handy. <laughs> Little teeny tiny uh, assassins that can go in and target those virus cells one yes. by one. Hopefully, yeah. Um, so, uh, is there anything you can do to reduce the risk of shingles if you've had chickenpox? What should I do, for example? Um, basically, we know that this virus, certain virus, is causing shingles, but we don't really know what's causing this encore of reinfection. I see. Mm-hmm. So, luck of the draw. <laughs> yes. But at the same time, we know that it's basically due to this lack of immune system. Um, and basically, a lot of people, especially in Korea, complain of this occurrence of shingles due to stress, where they st- are stressed out all of uh-huh. a sudden, and they start to have this lowered immune system due to stress. And then these shingles pop up. That's fascinating. Considering the virus hangs out around the nervous system, like mm-hmm. you said, maybe if you trigger and hyperactivate the nervous system with stress Mm -hmm. who knows maybe that could uh sort of call that virus back in action yes um well we only know that uh it may be due to lowered immunity but in the same in the context of korean medicine we do actually uh, relate this to stress where people start to have this stress and you probably would notice again that it would lead to lack of circulation or Mm. block chi which would be basically lowering your immune system a general state of health as Korean medicine tends to prescribe it will reduce your stress level and boost immunity which is good against not just uh, shingles but a whole bunch mm-hmm. of other stuff. Yes. The symptoms of shingles is very specific in, in the sense that it actually affects a small section of your body mm. where this nerve resides. I see. So basically if you're having this one part of your torso where the virus is lying dormant that's where you're feeling this pain. So people have the specific symptoms and they know it's shingles. Were people talking about shingles and chickenpox in the era of the Dongwei Bogam and the Joseon and all that? Um, yes, uh, especially with chickenpox. It was actually considered a form of disease um, that passes by to basically a lot of children. But it was a kind of disease that can be cured in Korean medicine. Mm-hmm. It's not something like, for example, cholera or measles, where it's very contagious and severe at the same time. But chickenpox is something that's caused, well, told to be very mild. It does always seem to be kids that get it. I mean, in the yes. in the era of my childhood, like <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, it was almost a fact of life. At some point, you're going to get chicken pox. But yes. it was never the adults, really, that got it. It's weird. It no. must be something about what kids... Kids are just playful and messy and unhygienic. <laughs> I guess that's that's how it passes. Yes, that's one of the reasons why it's contagious to children. But at the same time, it's basically that the, the lack of their immune system development that's actually causing these symptoms rather than the adults who already have this complete form of immune system. Okay, so when we're, when we're talking about a shingles outbreak or a, a chickenpox outbreak, in the old, old days uh, and using strictly Korean um, diagnosis and remedies, w- mm-hmm. w- what's, what are you doing? Um, basically, what we do is, uh, it, we, don't, we didn't really know before, but we now know that these certain herbs that we've been using for chickenpox and other contagious diseases were something that, that also have this antibiotic effect and also, well, um, anti, um, well, they put down your fever. And um, they actually have the have been using this for a very long time for chickenpox as well. And yet, the you know the ancient Korean wisdom, the whole idea of thinking about things in biotic 
mm-hmm. terms. You know, a bacteria or a virus invades mm-hmm. and we have to kill that. That's a pretty recent phenomenon, right? Yes. They didn't think in those terms. Like No, no. Um, it's very um, amazing if you think about the concept of Korean medicine is uh, they didn't really think of protecting your body against bacteria or virus. They always th- uh, thought about how you can uh, well, balance the mm-hmm. inside and outside of your body. For example, with the nature or with their, with your food, um, with even with chi or or the flow of this whole chi. Hmm. Well, and I guess the the theory behind keeping a strong chi mm-hmm. was the idea that there's, um, I mean, whether you label it even spirits or something like that, or or malevolent whatever out there. Hmm. Uh, you're weakening your immune system, right? Um, well, I wouldn't call it malevolent, like the question that you've been talking about just a while ago. <laughs> I'm trying to tie it back to question, I guess, subconsciously. But. but but it can be something that's very pathogenic at the same time. Uh, one of the symptoms that I also wanted to talk about is PHN, called post-herpetic neuralgia, which is uh, something that happens after you have shingles. So it's, it's basically occurring at the same area that you've been having with your shingles. So the pain continues even after after the infection. And this is where um, Korean medicine still kicks in very effectively, especially with acupuncture and moxibustion. There's been studies going on with how it's effective and why it's effective. Um, Shingles, you, you don't quite get over it. Do you, do you, no. It stays there, but it, then it flares up. It's a little exactly. bit like psoriasis or something yes. like that. Exactly. Skin diseases like that tend to kind of loom and linger. Mm-hmm. But um, the the symptoms of the post-shingles disorder that you were talking about, yes. is it like, uh, is it a mood thing? Is it a skin thing? Well, it's treated with medications, including, for example, pain relievers and also anticonvulsants and antidepressants, meaning we don't really know what's exactly causing this PHN biologically. We don't really know the cause that we can cure with these medications. That's why they start to prescribe antidepressants. Mm. But with acupuncture and moxibustion, it's been very helpful actually with PHN. Okay, so uh, if you've had uh, chickenpox as a child, um, then you there's a low but real danger that you mm-hmm. could have shingles. And then if you have a shingles flare-up, that you could have this disorder. Korean medicine may have something to offer you. Um, and it's worth consulting with your Korean medicine professional. Like Jennifer, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. And Korea Escape returns right after this.